Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame Podcast. Today I just wanted to discuss a few things that I think are really beneficial and some things that I wish I'd thought about before starting or building anything. And I'm talking even before building a website or my brand or strategy. And I know how easy it is to basically get caught up within what everyone else is doing when starting your small online business. And I know people start to copy what others are doing without having this honest discussion with themselves around what it is that they want to do and really want to achieve. So even if you have built your brand and your strategy, I still really think that this discussion today will really benefit you, uh, benefit for you. And we're going to go through three different things, sort of like three different categories of things to talk about. Um, and especially for one woman business owners like me. I hope this episode just sort of helps you take that step back and just maybe come back to yourself and help you make decisions on your own terms rather than feeling pressured by things that you're um, consuming online and what others are saying that are just a little bit more established than you. Um, it can feel really difficult to stay in your own lane and to stay focused on what it is that you wanted to set out to achieve. So I think this discussion today, just going through a few things will really help us. Most of us start because of, I think, a multitude of reasons. Um, One of them commonly being this desire to sort of do things our own way. However, when we actually get started, everything can quickly feel very scary. And so we find, ironically, comfort in copying others who sort of know what they're doing at that point but sometimes this can lead us to developing a small online business that doesn't maybe really feel aligned to ourselves and um, what we wanted to do in the long run so I don't think these three tips won't they're not going to 100% prevent this from happening but it's a really good um, place to start to be aware um that this can happen and just open up basically a conversation with yourself and um, your small business and how you want to go about it. So the first thing I want to talk about is around clarity and basically just being aware of your strengths and your weaknesses. I do know that people can change and grow and better their weaknesses, but it's still a good practice to get clear about what they are It's also really beneficial to understand these weaknesses and understand how they may actually influence the way that you should build your business, Um, especially with in relationship to branding. So, for example, if you're if you know that you're not a overly confident um, person and showing up like on your face on reels or stories or anything can really drain your energy you might not want to have to basically rely on yourself to show up on social media and talk to people because it's probably more likely to lead you to burnout and it's something that you will probably be put off doing this doesn't mean to say that you'll never be able to show up on social media but knowing that that is a weakness of yours and to be aware of that early on especially in terms of how you are going to present yourself and your brand online is really important so that you can develop 
a brand that supports you and your needs and like this weakness um, and how you may develop in the future. I can see a lot of the time nowadays that um, influencers are a really big thing and I think um, we see a lot of one women maybe let businesses feel as though this is the way that they need to be showing up online and that's how I think I felt for a really long time like I needed to show my face um but this is it doesn't mean you can't build trust in other ways and look to your strengths to understand how you can implement these more to your liking and help you better because I know that from first-hand experience the personal branding route isn't always the best solution for everyone who has a small business having prior understanding as to how you want to position yourself in relationship with your brand and your business is a really good conversation to sort of sit down and have with yourself and brainstorm over um, especially before you go and start the custom process or DIYing your brand. So then this kind of leads me into my next thing. So I would probably benefit from most um, was just honestly nailing down what I wanted to offer. Whether that's a product or a service or maybe a bit of both, it's very tempting to scroll through Instagram and see what someone else is doing and think, that looks like fun and or that looks easier maybe I don't know and without really digging deeper about the logistics behind that thing that they're selling or or the service that they're offering and what that would really entail so not just it's not just a case of figuring out what you want to offer exactly what you want to offer but also getting a real insight into the realities of what daily tasks and actions that would include like I had no idea how much content creation and admin tasks I would uh, be bombarded with um, when wanting to become a brand strategist and designer so when I say this I, I I'm saying this all from very much personal experience um, so take into consideration that you are probably going to be the person doing most of these things especially at the start anyway and understand what each um, possible product or service you want to offer, what that will really, really include. And the second thing to trying to figure out your service um, or product um, is really honestly researching. Researching is really (laughs) underrated at this point. And if you think that you're the only one offering XYZ, just I don't think you've done enough research it's important to gain an insight to what's already out there what everyone is already doing within your industry what's working what's not researching at this point should be just exploring it's not about copying necessarily other people um, but remembering why you want to start in the first place and just asking those difficult questions such as why are we doing such and such like this and really how could you do it do it all better or do it all differently I know that a lot of you listening start a business because it's usually stemmed from a place of passion meaning that your product and service you offer has 
probably already been decided because of this. Um, but with research, um, doesn't mean you have to completely rethink your whole offer, um, but help you enhance and maybe think about it differently. Basically keeping an open mind to how others are using their passion um, within business doesn't mean it's necessarily the right way for you. So for example, if you want to, I don't know, become a handmade maker, um, handmade pieces, it doesn't mean that you have to have an online shop maybe open 24-7. Because if busy being busy and filing orders and making products, um, juggling loads of things, um, scenario doesn't sit well with you, then maybe looking at other ways to do business, maybe doing launch collections um, that are like limited editions and once they're gone, they're gone. So you have seasons of making and seasons of launching and selling. It's just working out how how to use your passion and to fit it into a business model into a business model that suits you when refining the products and or services you wish to offer the change you want to make or the way you wish to present your business should always help you sort of implement the lifestyle you want to achieve as well I mean if you started to have a business because like you wanted to travel or something, but you're planning on creating, um, uh, again, how many pieces, depending on the materials and where you are and the packaging and the time zones and the deliveries, um, that may be very difficult. Um, You may have to do some research to create a process that will enable you to keep doing what you feel passionate about as well as helping you achieve the lifestyle that you've also really want. So remember to not just think about the day-to-day actions, but the logistics around um, making that offer a reality. There were a lot of details that I think I overlooked, especially in the beginning. Um, And yeah, I probably could have saved a lot of time (laughs) if I'd just uh, got really clear at the beginning. So lastly, Creating an ongoing discussion around your goals, markers for success. So how do you intend to define success? Um, What does it really look like to you? Everyone's views will obviously differ here. This has nothing to do with your mission or purpose. This is primarily just a dialogue just between you and you. Um, No need to share it online or with your people, but... By defining what success means to you, I think this can really help is with basically helping you feel just that little bit less pressured or intimidated into doing something um, that you necessarily hadn't really set out to do. I I feel like online there's a lot of small businesses um, far more established um, than you maybe are at the moment telling you to do xyz and you start to question <laughs> what you've started to build um and i think just having a clear clean cut uh, written down what your goals are and what success looks like to you to keep you on track then constantly changing up everything you're doing i also think having it written out 
um, can help you see it clearly <laughs> what it is that you wish to also achieve long term as well as how you kind of want to feel um, within your business. I can put some, it can put this um, distance and boundaries um, so you're not constantly chasing chasing someone else's vision of success. I believe it can also stick, keep you motivated to keep achieving your goals and pushing for the um, lifestyle that you want. These markers don't always necessarily have to be a certain target income you want to earn in the month or a year. That can obviously be an option, but I'm talking more about how you want to feel um, and what you what you want more out of life, really. Only you can, you can decide. <laughs> and then this obviously may evolve over time. But I think to start off with having a clear definition of these two things and a list of goals that you want to pursue is really, really um, empowering. So to summarize, gain some much needed clarity around what you want, your strengths, weaknesses, how you want to position yourself within your business and brand. And secondly, gaining just complete understanding around what you want to offer, whether that be a product or a service, and really understanding basically what that would entail, right down to the nitty gritty logistics of making it, building it, and running running it, that type of business. So just thinking further into how um, your business will also support the lifestyle that you want and how you may do things differently. Lastly is thinking about the long-term goals you want to achieve and really getting a deeper understanding and insight on how you define success, um, not solely obviously related to income markers, but how you want to feel. I really hope that this open conversation with yourself helps you and gives you some clarity and maybe insight into a few things that you didn't realize uh, may have happened along the way of building your small business. And yeah, I just, um, and some, most of this has come from personal experience, um, what I felt like I've gone through. So I hope it's really helped other people out there listening. Really appreciate for everyone who has listened to me today. And I hope to see you here next week. Thanks for listening to the Ramin podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.